Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Strongcast. I'm Mark Boyd. I am here with Ryan Bowen. I'd like to call Ryan the co-host of Arm Wrestling <laughs> of Strongcast. Uh, welcome, Ryan. It's good to see you. Obviously, you're over in Turkey right now for East versus West 5. How are you feeling? Man, yeah, thanks for having me on the show uh, once again, man. Look, I'm I'm feeling really good, hey. This has been uh, the best preparation I've ever had, like, by a huge margin. So I'm truly excited about this this opportunity and this match. Um, I don't know how good I am right now. I, I don't. Normally, I have my finger on the pulse as to my level. I suspect my level's taken that much of a step up since I've last really competed. Um, that it's actually unknown to me. So I'm I'm really excited to see what I can do against an opponent as quality as Zurab Tabberidze. Yeah, so you're going to be facing Zurab. What have you done differently in regards to preparation that's totally different from before? Yeah, well, it was like a lot of people know the story that for the first nine and a half years of my arm wrestling career, I, I focused on the small and critical specifics of arm wrestling, predominantly finger flexion, pronation, wrist rise, and and wrist flexion. And I, I spent like a good 90% of my gym time um, focusing on that, and then I would just do table time. So I, I went down that path largely because I thought mm, they are the most critical strengths in arm wrestling, which I still believe to be the case. But what I experienced over the last six months was – I approached a ceiling and that ceiling just felt really solid. Like there was the trajectory had really flattened out for me and I didn't, I couldn't seem to break through it. Um, a lot of advice after my loss at East first West forward to coach Ray, a lot of advice was given to me to say, Ryan, look, you need fundamental base power. You need to train just a broad strength. Um, and that's what I've done. That's been the big changes for, for the first time in a 10 year uh, period of, of pursuing arm wrestling. I'm training what you just call basic fundamental strength. So, <laughs> excuse me. Bless you. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm training basic fundamental strength. I've got, um, as you know, you, you, you kind of 
you saw my, where my bench press was at uh, when I was in Dubai. Like uh, benching 105 was was pretty much it. And um, I've spent six weeks now benching, and my, my best bench so far is 130 kilos. And and I still feel like now the the form is bringing it up. But most importantly, my shoulders have like opened up. I used to be incredibly kyphotic. Um, it now feels so much more natural to have my shoulders sit back and um, my what, it, what it's done for me on the table, I suspect, and this will all be confirmed against Zurab, is my back pressure has gone through the roof, my side pressure has gone through the roof. Um, so a lot of people um, have said to me in the past, oh, look, bench press doesn't translate to, to arm wrestling. And for me, I always respond to those guys, that's because your hand and wrist sucks. Um, but if you've got a hand and wrist capable of hanging with the guys, um, then I feel like all this is going to translate. So that's been the major difference. Fundamental training, it's put on, I'm 108 kilos now, so I've put on substantial weight really, really quickly. And uh, I feel amazing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I really no, I'm, glad, I'm glad to hear like you've managed to progress even more over the past six weeks, obviously coming off the back of um, beating Khaled. Um, now you have yeah. Zurab. What's your thoughts on Zurab himself and his his performance as an athlete? And how do you see it going down this weekend? Yeah, look, look Zurab is uh, he's he's genuinely an elite arm wrestler uh, from Georgia. He's well and well and truly accepted as that by by everyone in the community. He is a WAF champion from 2019, which was in the 80 kilo division, and since then uh, he has progressed up he's weighing about 102 kilos so um his most recent three matches were all pretty impressive uh he had a an absolute war with legend ron bath beating him 3-2 he went down to john brazank 3-2 but again showed a lot of fight in that match um and then he lost to chance shaw 3-0 chance one of the super heavyweights out of usa uh he his reputation is is very significant Everyone told him, everyone, when this match was first announced, said it was not going to be even close. On paper, it was terrible. And look, I, I respect that on paper it is uh, a, a one-sided match. Um, but the reality is of it, um, I'm a lot bigger and stronger than I than I think he was anticipating. And that actually came to be, uh, like, it like, was so obvious. When I was in the lift here at the hotel, going down the floors, and the whole Georgian team stepped in, and... Zurab was there, Levan was there, Gennady was there, Rackley was there, and straight away they were all like, "Whoa, what the hell is this? This is not the version <laughs> we're used to." And uh, they were shocked. So, um, in for for Levan to say to me that he thinks it's a match um, after seeing me is uh, is pretty awesome. So, I think it is going to be a match. Ultimately, I think what goes down this weekend is a fantastic match stylistically. Um, I believe I'll be able to take his wrist. Um, I believe he'll have the arm and the side pressure to prevent me from pinning him in, a, in a, an immediate sort of decisive manner. And then we find out who wins from there. Like, I think that's kind of where the match stops. It gets into endurance factors. Um, I know I have a technical game proficient enough to defend against his attack. And I know he has resilience enough to to stop me from decisively pinning him. So I think this could be a really long, drawn-out yeah. death sort of war, like exhaustion sort of moment. No, that's, what, that's what I was just about to ask. Do you think this is going to be a long, drawn-out war? And I think, like, from watching you and Zurab and recent matches, like, yeah, for sure, it's going to be drawn-out. 
But Zurab's coming off of the back of those defeats. Do you think he's going to come in with a bit of a vengeance into this one? Do you think he's done I, anything different? I think it's a really it's a really unique position for him mentally. Um, no, no doubt he's motivated to do a good, decisive performance and 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 just crush me. But I think the I think the reality is he's human and he's had a lot of people in his camp uh, and a lot of people in the internet arm wrestling fan community sort of space tell him that this is not a match. They've told him that it's it's just ridiculous, shouldn't have been put together, that he's going to win incredibly easily. Now, we've seen that curse before on uh, opponents. Uh, Bogdan Stoker, when I faced him, had very similar um, words said to him prior to the match. And come round one, when, it, when he felt something different to what he was anticipating, he mentally kind of really struggled. So I think there's a lot of pressure on Zurab to, to handle that. And uh, he's in good spirits. I've seen him floating around. like He's joking and he's happy. But but I also see the look in his eye of him going, holy shit, Brian is a lot <laughs> a lot bigger than I thought he was going to be. So Who's this Jack Ginger? You know how when you're... Say again? Who's this Jack Ginger? Yeah, <laughs> yeah just a wee bit strong. Yeah. Um, but... Like you know when you you know when you walk or up to your opponent for the first time and you you get a physical sense of of the guy. Um, a lot of the time, you know, oh, this guy's too big, too strong. It's going to be a real tough one. Um, and vice versa, you think, oh yeah, I got this one easy. Well, when I, when when Zurab and I stand in each other's presence, my honest my honest thing is. I feel like it's a match. Like I look at it and I think, yeah, this is a match. There's no way that dude can just flatten me. Is what my honest feeling is. I could be wrong, and he, he might be stronger than he than he than I'm giving him credit for him what he looks like. But um, he's powerful in his arm. He's got a massive bicep, but he's he's significantly shorter than I am. Um, I will have that leverage advantage over him, and he's going to have to catch my top roll hit and and work from there. And I think it's going to be a freaking war. You know, I'm going to ask this question. <laughs> What do you predict the outcome? Yeah, look, look, look I I feel really good. Um, my 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 approach to that question in the lead up has been: it's hard to give a genuine prediction of a score. But what I can tell you is, I'm so certain that what I'm bringing is better than anything else I've ever brought, and by a massive margin. My my gut feel is the upsets on. My gut feel is. I'm going to get this job done. Um, I feel amazing. I have no pain in me anywhere. I feel really strong. Pressure's on Zurab. Uh, do, do you feel like, better after yeah. having met him? You know, like you said, you're in the yeah, with I do. him. Like, yeah, I more comfortable. After having met him, I'm like, let's go. I'm ready right now, like yeah, today, yeah, anytime. Yeah. Let's yeah. do it. That's probably a better <laughs> question for you because I know you've been answering that. Um, obviously, East versus West 5, we've got a ton of great matches What's one that you're looking at and thinking this is going to be another war on the table? Uh, in terms of the wars that, that could happen, uh, we all know the main event with, with Prunik and Devon is likely to be a war. Um, I'm, I'm very interested in seeing uh, Matt Mask and Sandra Satis go at it. Yeah. Um, good, good amount of tension between those two guys there. Matt Mask wanting to really prove a point um, and seeing Matt Mask in the lobby this morning, he, he looks phenomenal. He's in great form. 
he's a big dude and I love the energy he brings to the table. I'm, I'm really genuinely looking forward to that. Um, and for me, the other one that I'm, I'm, I'm super keen on uh, is Mindogas, Tarasitis and Justin Bishop. Can't wait to watch that match too. I think both those guys, I'm good good buddies with both of them. Um, I'm in Mindogas' uh, corner, yeah. so I'll be helping him pick apart his, his opponent. But I think those guys are two uh, exceptional lightweight arm wrestlers and having them clash will be awesome. Who do you think is going to win, East or West? Well, you, you know, East is always the damn favorite. Um, but look, I'm on Team West, so there's a point. Um, John, John's going to win. I think Devin's going to win. Says so three. How many matches are there? There's a lot of matches. There's a lot of matches there. Well, I, I, East, East has that reputation of... of just having such depth and bringing wave after wave of immense talent. Um, West kind of rests on its heroes, its legends of the past to get jobs done. Um, I'm hoping that some of the younger versions of the West team get the victorious uh, nod today. If the if the young guys, and by the young guys I'm talking like the Adam Rosinskis, the Justin Bishops, people like myself, yeah. um, if we can get wins, it'll West will take it because I, I trust that the – the OGs of the West are going to be victorious. I think Dave Chafee will win. I think Devin will win. I think John will win. Um, and we're coming off the backbone of that, Team West. Nice. So you mentioned it there briefly about the OGs kind of dominating the West team. Do you think mm. the future of arm wrestling is going to come to the to the to the West or to the East? Like, how do you see it panning out? Obviously, we've got a lot a lot of young talent in the East. How do you see the it's, evolution it's, it's, of it? You know, it's a, it's such a it's such a uh, different story. The East and the West, the the culture of the sport and the opportunities that align with that, those cultures are very very different. In the East, you have um, uh, a, a much tighter ship. They run a better better program. They they treat it more of a science, and they're uh, they're culturally more determined to just perfect the. Uh, the science of it. Uh, I think that there are more nations in the East that where the government pays the federation. Um, so if you are one of those top ranked guys, you're, it's in your best interest to be performing. And so they, they have good quality coaches and systems in place. Um, the West is, is the wild West. It's, it's, it's commercial central. So the motivation for guys in the West is that they can, they can pick up sponsors. They can make money on YouTube. They can do these things far easier than the guys in the East. So that, that means that they, it doesn't come with the structure of the, the training program in science, but it comes with more travel opportunities. It comes with just uh, money, money motivates them more than, than anything. And so it's, it's two styles of arm wrestling born from complete different cultures and where, where the sport goes, where the next generation goes in dominance. Uh, like you have to say that there are more arm wrestlers in the East. Um, so if we're talking about sheer numbers, it's, it's more likely that the East are going to pr- continue to produce. But as the sport grows in its commercial capacity, which it is, yeah. um, there's more and more, from the West, like there's there's monsters in the West. People like Hafthor Bjornsson, Brian Shaw, getting interested. Like people, I'm not necessarily saying Hafthor's from the West, but you know what I mean. The, the West yeah. is full of commercialized athletes that, if they dip their toe in the in the arm wrestling world, um, yeah, that's where that's where the big guns come from. Once again, so. It's good. I love the promotion East versus West. It's a good rivalry. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely, it's going to bring the sport up. You spoke about 
coaching systems and, and sort of developing it. I know that's something yourself and Sebastian Oreb, Australian strength coach, and Lachlan have been piecing together, yeah. which is great to see. How is that strength system been affecting you? Where do you see it going? Yeah. Yeah. The strength system arm wrestling is a, is a beautiful thing. As, as you've mentioned there, Sebastian or even Lachlan Adair, they are really driving that. So um, it, it, it was kind of born from the fact that I identified I needed a better system and a better program for myself. I, I knew that Lachlan knew how to program for arm wrestling, but I didn't want to just do that. I wanted base power as well. So I reached out to Sebastian. I reached out to Lachlan and I said, I want to combine these worlds. Uh, are you guys interested in and, and I went down, met Sebastian, trained with Sebastian. Um, obviously, Lachlan um, met Sebastian as well. And we've we've teamed up. I'm the guinea pig. And these guys are working together. They're combining their knowledge um, and producing a program for me. And at the moment, the program is exclusively just for me where we're, I'm the guinea pig. Um, we're seeing what that does. Um, in the gym, it's done amazing things already. Um and what I feel on the table will be confirmed. But that strength system arm wrestling, um, once we've ironed it all out, once we know what we're doing, we will present it to the world and say, look, here is here's what, here's what we've come up with that's worked for Ryan uh, in the last three, four months. Um, and we'll, we'll make that available to the world as well. But working with Sebastian and Lachlan has been super cool. They're both learning from each other. Um, Sebastian's half getting the bug of arm wrestling he's starting to include pronation in his own training <laughs> yeah. um so, uh who knows that might flow onto half thor as well but um it, it's it's an awesome time seeing those two guys put it together and, and i'm honored to be the guinea pig that is in the experiment and hopefully uh, i get the results this weekend well sign me up um that's something that i want to go into is talking about obviously you see you're seeing a lot of strong men now dipping their toes in arm wrestling what's your opinion on that is there anything that you've seen in strongman that crosses over i mean personally i've seen several movements that we do in strongman that actually has a heavy crossover yeah. to, to a lot of the, the well, technical all of the i mean anyone that does a big farmer's carry anyone even lifting atlas stones and things like that it's, it's i mean arm wrestling starts at the fingertips and the hands so the, the stronger your hand um the better potential you have in a sport. So like when you look at people like Brian Shaw, he just, he really looks like someone that could be a phenomenal arm wrestler. You just see the makeup of his hand and wrist is, is, is just perfect for it. Um, no doubt elite strongman could become arm wrestlers. The, the thing for them is they have that hurdle of the, of almost strength being a curse. They, for, for guys like that, they need to spend a good one to three years not trying to get stronger at all because they certainly are sufficiently strong. Um, but understanding the movements, just com completely focusing on the skills side of things and becoming proficient in all the intricacies because one thing you don't want to do as a strong man is uh, just arm wrestle in basic lanes um, because there's too many advanced movers out there and um, they, need to, they need to learn how to apply this, all the strength they have in, a, in an effective manner. So like any other sport, like any other sport, you have to get the skills up first. So yeah. with, with the big strongman uh, competitors potentially getting involved, I actually, if I was overseeing it, I wouldn't want to see them compete um, straight off the bat. I think that that's actually the recipe for disaster is when two big strongman uh, competitors who have pride and ego and money on the line um, 
but don't have a grounding in, 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 in the sport in a technical sense, that's when you get a broken arm. So yeah, I'd yeah, like yeah. to see them just be around the sport, soak it up. Kind of like Larry's done a good job of doing that. He's, uh, he's competed as well, but he's, he hasn't rushed into it. He's, he's absorbed a lot. So I'd like to see, yeah, the Brian Shaws and Half Thors and Eddie Halls, if he does as well, just soak up the sport a bit more before they actually start competing. Yeah. Uh, like it can be a great deterrent is having them just going in head first and then, you know, someone getting injured. Yeah. And you saw it, you saw it with the boxing, uh, with Eddie Hall versus Thor. You had Eddie, yeah. who was just keen on using his catapult power. And then you had Thor, who'd actually went down and, mm. and learned oh, the, the skills. skill set. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's yeah. something that a lot of people overlooking arm wrestling is the the major skill set and technical acumen you need to actually be able to perform on the table um but as you say if if we're bringing these strong men into the game we need to sort of sit them down and teach them the technical um yeah and heaven forbid if one of them does work it out oh my goodness (laughs) yeah we're we're in for trouble yeah if if i'm imagining if brian if brian shaw moved like a proper pro oh man Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully we see it soon. Hopefully, hopefully that bug gets into Thor. I saw him um, doing a bit of arm wrestling yeah. with Michael Todd. He'd actually done some arm wrestling um, here at Strong Gym, uh, maybe maybe yeah. last year. Yeah. So yeah, let's let's see what happens. But I agree, Brian Shaw for sure would be a killer in the arm wrestling world. Yeah, he's got the hand for it, and he's built through the shoulders nicely. Um, yeah, he'd have to be the pick. Do you think one of these strong men could take down Levan? Yeah, absolutely they could, but like like this is with the assumption that they they know how to move uh, as equally as efficiently as Levan. Um, like funnily enough, like the the proven formula so far to get to the top of the sport, you know, arm wrestling is be a one hundred kilo or a ninety kilo arm wrestler when you first begin. If you can, if you're an elite, sort of world champion level one hundred kilo puller. Yeah, as your foundation, and then you just work on growing and big, getting bigger and stronger. Um, that gets you to the top. Uh, we saw that that's what Levan was. That's what um, Vitaly Lalettin was. That's what Dave Chafee was. Um, it's Ermis Gasparini is doing it from an even lighter way. He was an under 80 kilo world champion. Um, but when you come in as a giant straight off the bat, it is more difficult to get the refined skills. The lighter weight guys. Um, there's just more technical range in them. Uh, so that seems to be the model is a guy that is that sort of hundred kilos. He, he becomes a great mover there and then he just becomes a monster. Yeah. Um, seems to be the way, but Levan, Levan will be taken down. Um, people like Brian Shaw could do it, but I would expect like if, if Brian Shaw loved the sport in its entirety, had the obsession equivalent of, of a pro, um, then I would think, Five to five to eight years time, he could be someone ready to beat the bar. Yeah. Well, as you say, it's the foundations of a house, having passion and respect, almost respect in the sport or respect of the sport, and actually working through the ranks, learning the game, learning how to compete, yeah. Yeah. getting in bad <laughs> positions, so on and so forth. But yeah, no, let's see, let's see what happens. Anyway, Ryan, thank you so much for your time. Um, I'll let you go. Man, rest. You're um, obviously it's always a pleasure to have you on um, and good luck against Zurab 
Let's hope that there's a positive outcome for you and you continue the strength systems going forward. What's your plans after Zurab, actually? Yeah, look, look after Zurab, look, the uh, king of the table six um, is something that I, I believe will happen. I think the Khaled match, fresh, 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 is is, is in the pipeline. Um, outside of that, look, I would love to continue the story east versus west. Uh, if I get a successful win over Zurab, then the list of names that are that are appropriate for me all of a sudden look really nice. Um, I would love to face Chance Shaw again. That story needs to be retold, I think. Yeah. Um, obviously, he had the victory over Zurab as well. Uh, so that, that would be good. I, I feel like I'm at home in over 100 kilo category. So like I said, I'm 108 right now. So that 105 to 110 zone, um, pick a name somewhere out of that hat. I don't know, there's some killers, but... Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'll get the job done on Zurab first and then we can uh, have some fun. Go from there. <laughs> go from there. Do you plan an off-season at all? Um, not really, no. There's, I, I don't feel a need to stop. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of just getting excited and ramping up with this strength system arm wrestling. So um, I th- I, I'm really excited to push hard in that and train. Uh, I know Sebastian wants me to really do a 12-week block, uh, first of all. So I'm I'm pretty much five weeks into that 12-week block. So I'll, after this event, I'll get back home, continue that, that training block, and we'll see where I'm at after 12 weeks on this program. And then we'll uh, reassess and go from there. Yeah. All right. Let's see what happens then. Anyway, as I said, thanks. Thanks, thanks so much, Ryan, for uh, coming on and uh, good luck. Uh, guys, that's right, it from us. Um, make sure you like, subscribe and comment down below for more East versus West footage. Cheers. Right. See you guys. Cheers, Ryan. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.